Oh, there's some in here. Bastards. <laughs> That's quite cool, isn't it? Bastards. Hello, this is Sophie Dawson from SophieDawson.com And this is episode 249 of the new Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast to do about the art and things with me co-host little Dennis and little Dennis isn't with us today it's very windy out here but this is a walk and talk down at Drake's Place in Plymouth which is a host, historical gardens and reservoir. And what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about a TV show called Behind Her Eyes and also some theories about the out-of-body experience. Let's go and have a look. Let's get into this one. Before we get into it, I just wanted to say there's a, there's a massive crane in the background and whenever I see a crane now, I think of YouTuber Ali Law, who goes climbing up those things. So I always think to myself, I think it would be cool to go climbing up there, but I know that I'd be too scared. But I'm really excited for this podcast, so there will be spoilers later about the TV show Behind Her Eyes. What I'm going to do... What I'll do at first is I'll talk about some of the characters and well I'm going to talk about some of the, the characters, I'm going to explain what the show is and then I'm going to talk about things like the silver cord, like they say when you go out of body there's like a silver cord attached here, the second door, well what's the show about? I do this quite a lot where I I get, to, I get into the topic without actually explaining it. So it's a TV show based on a, on a book. It's, and the TV show only came out in 2021 on Netflix. And it's an eight-part mini-series. Mini and they've put it down as a psychological thriller. And one of the little tags on it, on Netflix, is mind-bending. So I love my mind, ble- mind blending shows. <laughs> and I recently talked about a TV show called Dark. And there's another one, 1889. Which are both, they're both very mind bendy shows. This one is also very mind bendy. But in a different way. So what happens on this one is... We've got four... You've really, I was thinking about this earlier, you've really only got three main characters. You've got a bloke called Dr. David, and he's a, he's a, psych, a psychiatrist. So he like looks after people that they say are a bit crazy. You've got Adele, who is his girlfriend, or his wife. And then you've got a girl called Louise, who is... She's. This basically ends up being like a love triangle. So what? Happened, and then you, well, you've got another character as well called Rob, and Rob is like the friend of Adele. But the first thing I wanted to say was I liked the fact that there was only four characters, because it made it very intimate, and also 
the, sh the TV show Dark, for instance, and 1889, there's like hundreds of characters, well there's not hundreds, but there's, there's like about 30 main characters. And I just find that many characters, when you've got loads of characters, I find it a bit hard to remember the names and, and stuff like that. Whereas when you've got less characters, I think you can also, you can get to know those characters a lot more on a deeper level as well. So for me, I thought that was the perfect bunch of characters, really. There are a couple other little characters, because Louise is a single mum. So she's, got, she's with a little son called, I think he was called Adam. And he was like a, he was a little character, he sort of popped around here and there. But what happens in this show is, Louise, this single mum, she goes, she, she goes out to meet her friend. So she goes down the pub to meet her friend, and her friend doesn't show up. So what happens is, she's, she's just about to leave, and she bumps into this bloke called, this bloke who's Dr. Dr. David. And they start talking, he kisses her, and then he, he says, he runs off saying, I can't do this. And then the next day, she goes into work, and it turns out that the new boss joining the company, the surgery, is actually this Dr. David. <laughs> How funny is that? That's the sort of thing that happens. And I was thinking about this. The way that she met Dr. David, it was full of, like, synchronicities. And if her friend had just shown up, if her friend hadn't let her down, none of what happened in the show would have happened. And there's a quote, there is a quote here, one of the quotes from the show is, so much of our lives is, so much of our lives are actually shaped by other people's choices. And I feel like that's quite an important quote for this, for what, for what happened really. If a, a friend chose not to go there, and it resulted in her meeting this Dr. David. So I thought that was quite cool. And then, so that's the, that's the characters. But what happens is, so she meets this bloke, they have a little kiss. She then realises he's, he's going to be her boss in the surgery and they basically still love each other. They've sort of like fallen in love with each other. She then becomes friends with, with, his, with his wife. And that's as far as I go on the story because anything else would be like spoilers. So, it's basically, you end up with this love triangle thing. But now, this is where it gets exciting. When that girl, Adele, was at the... Because what happens is it flashes back into the past as well. So you see, like, the, when she was in the psychiatric hospital thing. And she had this friend called Rob. Who was having... I think they were both having, like, night terrors, nightmares... And the way they was able to overcome these night terrors was to get into lucid dreaming. And then what happens is, Adele, when she's friends with Louise, Louise tells her that she's having night terrors as well. So Adele then says, ah, I know something that can help with that, lucid dreaming. So Adele gets introduced to lucid dreaming as well. And then what happens is she starts being able to 
put an end to her, her nightmarish dreams. But what happens now is... Oh, that, that was another thing as well. Adele gave Louise a, a dream diary from Rob. She gave, she gave um, Adele Rob's dream diary and he was talking through the process of basically going out of body. Like lucid dreams and going out of body. So she ends up, she ends up like, um, basically they end up going into the out of body state. So, let's see, I don't know where, well I'm just going to have to talk about spoilers I suppose. So, basically if you're interested in lucid dreaming, out of body, and you love characters, I really recommend this this TV show, and and I would also say don't watch don't watch it. it. It's one of those shows you sort of have to watch without knowing much, because it will. If you knew what was going to happen, it it wouldn't be the same. And I think in the synopsis on Netflix, it even says instead of explaining what the show's about, it says um, watch this till the end, and I guarantee you will want to watch. It right from the start again, straight away. So here we go. So in this, this is going to be spoilery now. So in Rob's die in Rob's dream diary, he basically starts talking about these things called he calls them doors, like the second door, and the first door is being able to become lucid. The second door. All these little pigeons everywhere. Oh, I love it when pigeons do that. All fly around together. But the second door is becoming lucid. And it is very interesting. It's this For me, this TV show is based on a lot of fact about the way dreaming works. Because when you get into lucid dreaming, you just naturally end up going into the out-of-body state so they call it the second door. Now I'm reading a book called The Art of Dreaming by Carlos Castaneda and he talks about this as well and he calls them gates. In that, in that book they're called gates but it's the, same, it's the same sort of thing. What they are in the book is they're psychological barriers that stop you progressing into, in the dream realm. So you can look at these doors, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, are you, are you brave enough to open the door? That's what it's like. So, so, shall I just go to into the thing here? So the main, right, this is a big, massive spoiler now. So really, I would say, don't hear this if you don't, if you want to watch it. So what happens is, Adele's reading this dream diary. And she starts going into the out-of-body state. She goes next door, in her, in her, as a spirit form, she goes next door and looks at the babysitter. She then wakes herself up and she goes into the room to see, and what she realises is, she was actually flying around the babysitter's room. And she, the babysitter was watching a TV programme. And so she then realised that she was actually there. She wasn't just dreaming it. She physically was floating around in her baby in the 
in a neighbour's apartment. Now what happens is, we're getting these little, every time Adele and Dr David are together, the camera every so often pops into the corner of the room and it's looking down. And I said to my mum, I bet you they're going out of body. So what I thought at first was, I thought this whole thing was going to end up being like a dream. And I thought Adele was actually observing herself in, in her out-of-body state sort of thing. But what it turns out is, it was actually Adele. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be Louise. I thought it was going to end up being that Louise was dreaming this whole thing. And But it ends up being that it was actually Adele that was going out of body, which is Dr David's girlfriend, and she was, like, spying on him. So you soon started to realise, well, you know, she she knows exactly what's going on here. So the first... What happens right at the very end, this is the big, big spoiler, it's revealed that Adele isn't actually Adele. What happened was, in the old days, in the psychiatric thing, Adele and Rob, they got so advanced as going out of body that they were able to go out of body and I hope it's not too noisy down here they were able to go out of body and basically switch the spirits around so what happened was Rob who was Adele's friend he was actually gay and he had fallen in love with Dr. he had fallen in love with David Adele's boyfriend so what happened was he switched his body with Adele so he's now inside of Adele's body he then kills Adele so basically from that point onwards which is right from the start really Adele is actually Rob now what happens is at the end Rob ends up Adele ends up basically going inside of Louise's body and killing Louise so what happens now is Rob is now inside of Louise. So Dr. David, who's fallen in love with Louise, really, this whole time, it's been Rob. <laughs> so the first question I had is, do you think it would be possible to go out of body, put your, put your spirit into someone else's body, and kill the other person and stay in that person's body. So I don't think it is. But my mum does. But what for me, what, what it is, is there's this silver cord. Lots of people talk about this silver cord. Which is, when you go out of body, your, your spirit body is still attached to your physical body via this silver cord. Which is like a bungee rope thing. Now what I think is... When I have a when I when I have a lucid dream or go out of body, it's normally false awakenings. When I when I force myself up awake from a false awakening, very often I will pop back into my body, wake up with a jolt. And you also get that sometimes when you're going to sleep. You're just about to go to sleep and you get this jolt. I think that is that's I think that's something to do with. Oh, it's not too windy and stuff up here. 
I think that's got something to do with this um, silver cord, like springing you back into your body. And I've even felt this like, resistance. I've even felt like a resistance in the dream state when you're going out of body. As if you've got to push through like a force field. But you can also make it as like a... Um, what's it called? Like a, res- a resistance... One of those like... Like an elastic band. Whereby it snaps back into the body sort of thing. So for me, I don't think you could go into someone else's body and basically stay in their body. I do think you could go into someone else's body... But I think if you put your spirit in someone else's body, I think they would also be in the body. So you would have like two spirits in the body, which would be like a spirit possession. So that's what that's what I'm thinking about that one. So and I was thinking to myself, I wonder if this silver cord is like a is like the universe's way of stopping this from happening. Because otherwise, if you, if you, otherwise you could just go and possess like whoever you wanted. But then I started thinking, like if you when you die, the point when you die, could a spirit sort of get into your body as you're dying? Because it's only your spirit that's dying. So it just brings up a load of questions. Could a spirit in the spirit realm that hasn't got a physical body, could it actually put itself into a dying person's body and keep them alive? Or is this silver cord like some sort of like a battery type thing which is keeping the... Maybe it's like the spirit and the physical body are entangled with each other. And it's like only that only that spirit can actually work that physical body on its own. But if another spirit gets into the body, it can manipulate the body, the physical body. But only if the original spirit of that physical body is still in the body. So, so that's another thing. And then I said, I thought to myself, are we doing this at night in our dreams? I don't know how many times I've had a dream and it feels like I'm inside someone else's life. So I sort of think to myself, like when we're going into the dream realm, are we sort of like possessing? Are we possessing people in the dream realm? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but the biggest question is, could you get trapped in another body? It, could you get trapped inside someone's body? So it reminds me of like false awakenings. When you have a false awakening, very often you, you can get like trapped in these... It's almost like false awakenings within false awakenings within false awakenings. And there has been a moment where you're trying to wake yourself up and you can't. Well, you can. You feel like you can't. So I've sort of had a semi-sensation of what it would feel like to be trapped inside of something that isn't you, like your dream self. So, so that's one thing. And then you start thinking, 
like if if there's an advanced civilization that has worked out about the spirit and everything, who's to say they couldn't have worked out a way to take people's spirits out of their body and sort of put them into other bodies or something? It's just what I was thinking. And then the other thing is, I, I was thought it made me think about like transgender. I've, right from a young age, before I even got into any of this, this like spiritual stuff, I always said to myself, "There's two spirits inside of me, Kevin and Sophie." So, but there's also this. There's also me, which isn't either of them two. So there's like three people inside of this one body, that's what I'm thinking. But it starts making me wonder, like, is Sophie, is she like some sort of spirit possession type thing? That's that's just the thought I've been having. So, but, so that's the sort of stuff that comes up with this TV show. And I, I just thought it was brilliant. Really recommend it. So, and the, the main thing is, I don't think it would be possible to get trapped in someone else's body. But I think you could actually put yourself into someone else's body. Like, if two people went out of body at the same time, I don't see why you couldn't sort of... I don't know, I wonder if anyone's ever done an experiment to try and do that. I'd be interested to see that. What was the other thing? There was something else I wanted to say then, but I've sort of forgotten. I can't remember what the other things was. But it's brilliant. So even though this like TV show seems quite sort of magical and out there, my experiences in the dream realm have actually been like very similar. So it's all quite interesting stuff. And I find it quite funny how this book that I'm reading, The Art of Dreaming, is sort of like explaining some of this stuff. I think the main word that I've put here, which is quite important, is psychological. And it's quite interesting that Adele, one of the main characters, and Rob as well, and even all of them really are linked to psychiatric stuff. Dr David is trying to help people with psychological problems. Adele and Rob had psychological issues, and Louise worked in the... In this fit around loads of psychological people, psychiatric like people. So even the TV show really is showing that it's all like it's all psychological stuff. And all that's left is this week's inspirational quote. And I love this quote. This comes well, one of the other ones I like is what I already said before. So much of our lives are actually shaped by other people's choices, which to me shows how all of us are all linked together. So like every single thing you're doing is affecting other people. 
But the quote I'm going to go with is from Louise, and it says, Nobody should make themselves miserable just to suit someone else. Which I like that. Nobody should make themselves miserable just to suit someone else. Louise, from the TV show Behind Her Eyes. It. And it's time to go home. <laughs> There's loads of said the seagulls around here. I really hope this one wasn't ruined by the wind. I just can't believe how windy it was today. I love all these little seagulls. There's loads of seagulls down here rolling around, having lots of fun in the water. I wonder what this um, sounds like on the audio. This like little fountain, water fountain. That looks like a little thumbnail. That bit there, let's see if I can get my finger. Look, watch, watch this look. That bit there, right on the that looks like a thumb. It looks like a thing like a finger pointing downwards. Look how the wind blows the water. Plop. See how strong the wind is there. Huh. Little seagulls are getting um, having a shower. my best moment from the TV show my best moment well it's got to be the moment you realise that Rob was actually Adele was actually Rob but I think my favourite moment was when I think it was episode 2 they revealed it was going to be about lucid dreaming because I didn't know it was going to be about lucid dreaming so as soon as I realised that I thought oh yeah Time traveller. 
that yellow jacket is from Time Travellers in the TV show Dark. I've actually bought one of those yellow jackets. This is quite cool. <laughs> that was a bit weird. The blades stop to let people cross. God, how noisy is it? See how noisy it is around here. I tell you, if there was no grass and stuff anywhere, this earth would be so noisy and, for me, like quite sort of unbearable, I think. It's the sounds of nature that are beautiful. This is quite interesting. I, d I don't know why, but I feel like it's quite, it'd be quite fun to walk home. Master Chief, <laughs> Master Chief from Halo, Master Chef, they always used to say that, Master Chef, there's quite a lot of churches around here as well, yeah the other day I noticed that there was three churches in like a, a formation so what I did was, I went on to Google Earth and it turns out that these three churches they actually form like a triangle on Google on Google um, Google Maps and one of the churches is the bombed out church there's this bombed out church in the city centre in the middle of this roundabout and I thought to myself is it possible that they've they've kept that bombed out church there because it's some sort of like energy connecting it's got like some sort of um, energy source or something like in other words these three churches are actually like one so, in other, so they need that bombed out church to stay there to create the um, the energy connection with these other churches that was just a thought I had but it's really cool that bombed out church bing bong bing bong bed bedford park bed I always wonder where these um, streets get their names from. It's, I'll tell you what's quite weird. Because in the morning when I'm going to work or something, very often, well not very often, every now and again someone will have their curtains open and you'll see them like lying in bed asleep. And it's really weird... Like looking at that person knowing that they're out in the dream realm so it's like they're sort of right, they're right in front of you but they're not really there they're out exploring it's a very strange feeling that is <laughs> no, 
that Master Yoda. There's a little Yoda in the window there. Now it's starting to rain. This is quite nice. It's be, it was rain, pouring down with rain this morning and I thought to myself, I might not be able to do the podcast because it was windy and rainy but it, it stopped raining just for that little period of the podcast which is quite nice. The dustbin men are coming to take away this. Oh, there's a nice little unit down there. And there's a, that, there's a toilet, that's quite weird. There's some of the stuff people throw away. I always think you could have sold that or... Seagulls up in the sky. I wonder what it's like to be a seagull. And that's another thing as well. In this book, The Art of Dreaming, what happens is they basically... He's talking about this ball of energy that we've got behind us. And he says that you can basically move that ball of energy anywhere you want in the universe. Like once you've... Once you've got the skills... And all, what I'm thinking is that all that is is the spirit. That's like this spirit in the um, in the TV show. It's going to get noisy again. Fireman Sam. Fireman Sam. At the end of everything, hold on to it. Hold on. Hold on to. Anything at the at the end of everything, hold on to anything. I don't agree with that. At the end of everything, let go. That's what I think. When it's all over, if you're grabbing hold of something, you're going to be keeping yourself here. <laughs> that's that's what I think it's all about. I should have gone the other way really, it's it's too noisy down here. I think I'm going to end it there with a light bulb. Pop!